And I'm Carrie. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Episode 292. And y'all, we've got some special guests with us. Yes, Allie and Nat from Let's Get Haunted Podcast. And if you haven't heard about them, where the hell have you been? And I love their podcast <laughs> logo. But more so than that, we think you will love their podcast. They tout themselves as the only investigative journalism podcast about shit that may or may not have ever happened in the first place. Allie and Nat talk about all the scary good good, hauntings, aliens, urban legends, and unsolved mysteries. And you don't have to wait till October, even though it is October right now, but you can get spooked all year long because they talk about paranormal all year. So how they set up is one host tells one story per episode. And the other host is completely in the blind going into the episode. So they're just along for the ride. So if you want to join them on that ride, please check them out at Let's Get Haunted Podcast. Yay. <laughs> Welcome. Look, my little setup. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that warm. Yeah. Join us on our haunted hayride of content over on Let's Get Haunted this month. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. And what about your socials? Our socials are at Let's Get Haunted across the board. Yeah. So you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, anywhere that you can think of. We're probably there. Perfect. Stay tuned because in just two days, we have a podcast coming out with them on their feed. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, it was super fun. We had so much fun having you guys on the show. Nat told a very scary story about some werewolves that mm -hmm. uh, definitely have haunted me since hearing about them <laughs> have not been able to forget about it uh traumatic so if you guys want to get traumatized about werewolves with us and also have some fun definitely check out our episode in a couple of days carrie and i were literally talking about some of the pictures that nat showed us and <laughs> i was like one of the ones looked like templeton from charlotte's web and i'm like why didn't i say that at the time i don't know why oh Wait, which oh one? Oh my is gosh, Templeton? I haven't thought about Charlotte's Web in so long. It's the one where there were both two, they looked like rats, but they were werewolves. And oh, I can't remember. That's do you remember right. that one? Yeah, okay, so Templeton would always like steal stuff, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, now I'm remembering. Wow, that was a strange memory that I did not even know I had. Oh, but we always refer to ourselves as Templeton because we always have a smorgasbord of food. So mm -hmm. oh. he's ingrained yeah. in our memory. <laughs> You oh, remember wait. when he goes to the fair and he eats all the food and, and he like rolls? Yes, I know the exact scene you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he's like, everyday. he's like all big like a ball and like rolls <laughs> yes. off, literally. Wow. So cute. What like a great Violet, recovered memory. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka when she blows up and yeah. she just rolls around. The simpleton too. Yes, I know exactly oh, which man. part you're talking about. Wow, these movies are like kind of traumatic, like these children yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. What are they teaching yeah. us? I don't know. How to get a pig slaughtered. God bless. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. Wait, at the I end of Charlotte's Web, there. does the pig get slaughtered? No. Oh. She saves him because she makes him the world's oh, he, best she pig makes him famous. Oh, right, yeah. He was going to, and she was like, no, and like threw herself on him. But she like she? makes those. Okay, cool... I don't know. I don't know the old one. She makes like cool like uh, designs in the in the web, right? Like it says like yeah. stuff yeah. about the pig but, and yeah. Fern is getting upset because he's about to go get slaughtered, and then that's when Charlotte starts doing the webs. I did not know that's there was a Fern it. there. That's a little girl. The girl. Wow, you guys yeah. know that movie. <laughs> yeah, she really so wasn't well. important. <laughs> 
We watched it a lot in third grade. I distinctly remember watching it <laughs> in third grade. Good times. But I do have a couple of <laughs> Halloween trivia questions. But to start with, do y'all think candy corn, yay or nay? I'm going to go with nay. <gasps> I understand the appeal. I have eaten them before, but I just think there's so many better options True. for Halloween candy that I'm going to have to go with nay. You know, I think candy corn is so iconic. It's like, yes, it tastes like wax. Like, yes, it sucks <laughs> as a candy. Like, yes, it's unsanitary because, like, they don't even package it. It's just like a piece of, like, raw candy, like, out, you know, in your bag. It's weird. But what I do love about it is I love that, like, it's got all of the fall colors. And I used to do a manicure. Like, what's it called? What are we talking about? That fucking candy corn. corn. Yeah. Candy corn yeah. manicure. <laughs> Where I made all of my nails look like a piece of candy corn, and I got so much like compliments on it that now I like that candy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I am a candy corn eater. Like I wouldn't just be like, "Oh my god, I want four bags of candy corn" because you can only have like a handful, and then you're like "Mm, done. But also, they make great bangs. Oh right, true. Like we stick them on your teeth when you're a kid, or it Donna is right. It just tastes like nothing, <laughs> yeah. though. Like my dad really likes them, and I'm like, Dad, that's because you grew up like in the depression or something. Like there <laughs> was no yeah. candy. Like you cannot give me a Skittle and then give me a candy corn and like even put them in the same category. Like it's not candy, you know? It's like true. Just, just a filler for like like uh, yes, like Oliver Twist. I don't know. You know, I I read that California just made uh, Skittles illegal. I saw that. Why? Yeah. Because of like, I guess they have a dye. Yes. That's not healthy or something. Yes. Our Skittles compared to the Skittles in other countries look nothing alike because of the the dyes that are in ours. Like it's, they're like a very muted color in other countries. Kind of like um, Fruit Loops are too, like a very muted color. I, you know, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen like pictures of Canadian Fruit Loops versus American Fruit Loops. And some countries like don't allow cereals to have mascots either because they think it's too influential for kids yeah. to eat sugar. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Anyway, but so yeah, I guess next year, no more Skittles for us over here. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I actually recently heard that foie gras. How do you say that? Foie gras? Foie gras is illegal. Foie gras. Foie gras is illegal in um, (laughs) California. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Did you know that? Isn't that duck? It's like the duck liver. But I guess the way that they prepare it. I recently went to France. And so I found this out there because one of our friends was from California and was like ordering foie gras or however you say it. And I was like, you're disgusting. And they were like, no, it's because it's illegal in California. And I'm like, why is it illegal? And it's like, because basically they get like a duck and they make them really fat. So their like liver gets like really fatty and they don't let them walk around or anything. Like they're just like trapped. So they just like get all of this fat on their liver and then so it's we exactly eat it. Like Kobe beef. <laughs> That's what. Uh, yeah. Well, Kobe beef. I think it's a little different because I, I think they, yeah, they put a uh, tube into the duck's stomach oh. and then they just like funnel fat into oh the my gosh. duck. Uh uh-uh, uh. No, no, no. Well, anyway, this guy ate that and I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, why do you like this? <laughs> Especially after you hear how it's made and how it's illegal. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of like ducks type things, though, do you know what candy corn was originally called? No. Chicken feed. Wait, wait, wait. Can I guess? Oh, sorry. Oh, wait. What'd you say? Chicken feed. Oh, no. I was. Oh, (laughs) chicken feed. Like, I guess it kind of looks like the corn that they throw out for chickens. 
Oh, chicken. I get wait, that. Like a kernel. Chicken feed? Feed or, or feed. feed? Oh, it's not like you're saying feet. Oh. Oh, yeah, me sorry. too. It's I was accent. like trying to think. I was like, how is that a chicken foot? But okay, chicken yeah. feed. Got it. Chicken feed. I get that. Like kernels and yeah. uh, Cinderella gave it to I don't her know, chicken. Whatever yeah. else. Another character. That makes sense. I That's with. fun factoid. Gus Gus. Another smorgasbord Gus of food Gus. I identify with. Mm-hmm. He was the best in Cinderella. He yes. was iconic. You guys know all of these like little rat <laughs> characters that are like side 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 <laughs> characters in these. Movies. I love a side the character. Best. <laughs> but Alan, a good I mean, side character really makes the film. Okay, wait, Natalie. Uh, na- sorry, Natalia's face. Whenever I said Gus, Gus was like, "Who the fuck is Gus?" I, it, it took me a second. I thought it was a food we were talking about. Like I thought it was like foie gras or something. Yeah, it's it's the Walmart. Gus, Gus. Yeah, it's the Walmart bread. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is like interesting to me now because, like, I want to quiz you guys on like random side characters in movies to see how well what what your knowledge is. Okay, keep going. I'm gonna find a great question to ask you okay. guys. It's got to be clearly a cartoon though, because the other day when we were recording with y'all and y'all were saying all those Harry Potter characters, I was like, who are they talking about? I've never seen Harry Potter, but I have yeah. now. I just oh. watched it like a couple of years ago, and so I'm like. Wait, no, I should know this now. Like, who are they talking about? Wow. Oh, my God. We're probably cringe. We're like that no. that um, time of millennial where Harry Potter, you could just not escape it. Like, the number of people I know with Harry Potter tattoos that got them in, like, 2012, like, 20, yeah, between 2010 and 2012 is is more than one. There's there's a lot of people. There are so many people that are listeners that are like, what? When Dada said that she'd never seen it. And then I hadn't until, like I said, just a couple of years ago. So, no, you're definitely on the side of right in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Okay, I'm looking up some good ones to ask you guys. I'm excited. I'm going to stump you. Okay, speaking of ducks and again chickens. What the hell? <laughs> no, cocks. Again. So we have a saying that we always say we love carbs and cocks. So which do you prefer? Carbs or cocks? Ooh. Oh, for me, that's easy. It would be cocks. And it's because I... I'm allergic to gluten. So the breads that I do uh, eat are like not quite as good as a cock. Mm. So yeah, I would have to go with the second one. I mean, it's just really depends. There's sometimes where like you could not get within 20 like meters of me if you have a cock. You know what I mean? But then there's other times <laughs> where I'm like, this is like the only thing that I need right now. I think it really depends. <laughs> Yeah. On the quality of the cock, right? Because there's been some times where I thought I was True. into it, and then it's like happening, and you're like, like this is not what I want to do anymore. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Get this over. Yeah, with. exactly. Um, so yeah, I think it like depends. Like some people are like, oh, bad sex is still good sex, and I like really disagree no, with that. Sentiment. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. Yeah, it's I really disagree. Not. Yeah. So I guess for me, carbs. That's yeah. I can't choose. I have to have both. I was going to say, can we have dinner <laughs> yeah. first and like eat pasta yeah. and then like, why? I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose, but I'm going to choose carbs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would choose a cock. But... <laughs> Meanwhile, my husband's like, are you serious? But I'm like, well, I really love pasta. <laughs> yeah. You can combine the two. 
I mean, it could be like a new fetish for us. <laughs> it could. Mm-hmm. Dump some fettuccine Alfredo on his stomach and, <laughs> I mean, you know. Speaking my language. Okay, now I'm just <laughs> yeah. thinking about Colby laying down and you putting Alfredo sauce in his belly button. Slurp that shit <laughs> right out. <laughs> Dip some like Olive Garden a- bread in it. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. I have a question for you guys. Have okay. you seen Bambi? Yes. A okay, billion perfect. years ago. Yeah, great. Then you're right right out how we feel about Charlotte's Web. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. What was the skunk in Bambi's name? Flower. I know this. Yeah. What? Flower. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Let me go one deeper. Yeah. What was the owl's name in Bambi? Didn't there know there was an owl. owl. Oh. <laughs> Hootie. Mr. Who. Friend Owl. <laughs> oh, come on. Freaking the 1920s couldn't come up with a better name. <laughs> I love Flower. Boo Bambi. I lo- yeah, Flower is the super cute. Yeah. Do you guys remember Thumper. the bunny's name? Thumper. 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 All right, that was too easy. Never mind. I guess you guys just know. (laughs) (laughs) Just randomly throughout the episode, she's going to be like, what about this movie? What about that? (laughs) I know. I got to find one. I was thinking Aladdin. Like, do you guys know the characters in Aladdin pretty well? Does she know Aladdin? I quote Aladdin probably in... 80% 80% of our episodes. I'm like, why are you <laughs> really? No, not that many. Yes, I just she does. like to do Iago. Like, I love his voice. And you so can do an Iago? I like, oh, like yeah. what? Yeah, to be like, what? I came of wonders. So wow. Bad. That was so really bad. good. Yes, no. it was. Yes, it was. I, I think That's it's really good. good. All the time. Not- like, not because you're, like, a great Iago impersonator, but I don't think there's many people who have the balls to do the impression. So, like, the pool is so small that, like, you're automatically winning it. I'm, like, one of one people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the competition's oh, small. God. <laughs> oh, God. She also hates people who fuck with her sleep, so she'd be, like, who disturbs my slumber? Yes. Like all the like time. the cave of wonders. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a deep cut. Right. <laughs> that's really deep. Oh my gosh, we are so lame. I <laughs> <laughs> just did Iago. Like, <laughs> gross. As you should. You should end every episode with the Iago oh voice. Well, hey though, y'all knew who he was, and that's a side character. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. I think about often on Aladdin. There, so when we were like children and YouTube had just come out, someone cut together, which is probably offensive now, but someone cut together a scene from Aladdin called You Want Some Crack. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. 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 There's no way to explain this, but you, you know what Aladdin, <laughs> when he's like sleeping out on the street or whatever, and then then Jafar comes to him and he's like dressed as an old man and he like d- yeah. like has like a cane and is like all like bent over with like the missing teeth or whatever. Someone just like did a voiceover over that and was just like, had this like old weird dude walking. He's just like, you want some cracking? And then he's like... <laughs> He's talking to Aladdin and he's just like trying to convince him to buy crack. And that's like the entire scene. And it was just like permanently like etched into my memory. It lives rent free in your head. Early YouTube. Oh, yeah. Early YouTube for sure. Oh, my God. That is great. Old school vines are the best. Yeah, Vine was amazing. I watched compilations before, like, on YouTube, but I never had the Vine app downloaded. Me either. I never downloaded it, but YouTube compilations, hours Mm -hmm. spent. 
Yeah, there's just like, I feel like Vine was just so chaotic and it was at a time when people were like just learning how to profit off of social media, but it wasn't like the way it is now. So I feel like the Vine stars were like not like doing sketches and stuff like that. They were just like really weird, like random, you know, videos like that would just go viral (laughs) for no reason. And I really liked that. There was like no ads, like they weren't like selling you something, you know, they're just like fucking weird (laughs) they're like 10 seconds yeah yeah Yeah. okay uh let's do one more have you because i always say um, i will not fuck with a ouija board have you ever played with a ouija board and if you did did anything happen as a child yeah at like sleepovers slumber parties i feel like everybody always had a ouija board i know i had a ouija board growing up um like you know the i think it hasbro like put out a ouija board yeah um But my experience with the Ouija board was always like I would be the one to slightly move it towards letters and be like, it's not me. I don't know what's going on. That surprises me. You're such a rule follower. I know. I know. But I I never took it seriously. I don't think I didn't know anything about Ouija boards. So Mm -hmm. I thought like that was part of the game. You know, like somebody's always moving it a little bit and pretending like they're not. And you're like trying to figure out who's moving it. Even though everyone's pretending yeah, exactly. I thought that was what the game was. Yeah, <laughs> that was like yeah, the, that I was like the didn't understand game. that it's supposed to be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I played with a Ouija board pretty recently when I was like I don't know my mid twenties or something. My next door neighbor was like a girl um, who was like kind of strange, like really into art and stuff. Really loved her, but she had like weird parties where like she would have like she had all these like snakes and stuff and like I don't know like my friend Lydia. Allie, like, I don't know how to explain her, describe her. She had, like, all these Furbies and stuff she collected all over her house. It was, like, a cabinet of curiosities. And she... (laughs) She's eccentric. She was very eccentric. And she also had a stripper pole in her house and would, like, dance for you. It was, like, she was amazing. She's still amazing. I love that. Me too. We got along really well. Yeah. I've never met someone that, like, made me feel like I was completely sane until I like hung out with her. And so I was like, this is great. Like I I'm no longer the crazy person. Like I'm like neutral. Um but she had a Ouija board that would always be out at parties that she had and then like everyone would like sort of play it and stuff. And so I was like a little scared of it because by then we were already doing this podcast and I've heard like bad stories about them. So I don't know, just like seeming to play with this, like at a party when everyone's drinking and like, of course, no one's going to say goodbye or whatever. It would always spell out something stupid like, you know, like dicks or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't know if like this is going to open up like paranormal activity in the house or not. I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Who's to say? Because we're already so haunted. I couldn't tell if it did. Yeah. Nope. No, thank you. I will not fuck with a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try. Not mm. at my house. We're not. No, because your house is yeah. haunted. <laughs> she thinks that there's a guy that lives in my hallway, and there's absolutely not. Wait, why do you she's think that? She's terrified of my well, hallway. Why, wait, why do you think? Why do you think that? Because she's just scared. Literally nothing <laughs> has happened. <laughs> wait, it is yeah. This, the, did something. No, it's the darkest hallway in America. It's not. <laughs> it is. I have to turn on a light when I go in it. And one time, the darkest hallway in America. It is <laughs> really. And uh, one time, we were on a live here, and a listener said that there was a tall man standing behind one of us. It you, might have I been think. me. We were at her house. I'm like, mm. okay, it's probably at your house. And I swear that 
hallway is just so scary. I don't know what it is. Meanwhile, it's like 10 feet long. And the best thing ever is to turn the light on her when she's in that hallway because she gets so scared. Like, I just, <laughs> fainting goat, just stop. Like, I don't wow. know what to yeah. do. Uh, You're stunned. Deer in headlights. Yes. Also, though, so y'all don't know this, but she had like a, I don't know, her toilet overflowed or like something. And so the, <laughs> the floorboards in her hallway, there's one. It's tricky. That will... Fuck you up. It slides. Yeah, it slides forward some. Oh. And let me tell you, when I'm like trying to go through there and then I slide, I think he's got me sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't like it. I'll walk in the hall really quickly and I'm like, whoa, just that one floorboard will just slide. Mm. Replacing your flooring is very expensive and I'm just not going to do it. I I mean, it sounds like it's a good burglar. (laughs) Somebody tried to break in. They just eat shit immediately. That's true. (laughs) Trap door right there. I hate that one. And I know where it is, but like. You know, you just forget about it because it's right there. It doesn't look anything like different until it is. And you're <laughs> like, I don't know, Scooby Dooing in it. In the yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. Perfect booby trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my plan all along. <laughs> that, I, that would really freak me out if like I was doing a live and a lister said that they could see something behind me because... Allie and I record really late at night sometimes, and I already feel like there's, like, weird people watching in, like, the, I don't know, outside my house just, like, looking in, you know? Like, yeah. I, I just have, like, a sk- yeah. <laughs> I just, like, have, like, an irrational fear that, like, strangers are watching me all the time. And so that would, like, really stick with me. I would not like that person anymore. I would be like, you're blocked. <laughs> I think you the can't. scariest <laughs> thing was, this was at the very beginning. We had a listener that... um she had a shadow man that just like hung out with her all the time, she said, and that would listen to the podcast with her and loved us. And so he was supposed to come visit us one weekend. What? No, she's no. blocked. She's blocked. <laughs> no. He never came. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, well, I mean, we don't know. True. Because another listener told us that they both, both of these listeners are witches. And the other one told us to like, put a red ribbon around us or something like I think I hung mine in my car yeah I think I did too and it was supposed to like deter him from coming yeah oh <laughs> you've got like warring witches that listen to your show like yeah. one is constantly trying to kill you and the other one's trying to save you against the odds yeah it was it's like, like Harry Potter <laughs> again That's she it. might not believe as she says like remember she was like I'm a negative two or whatever she said about her skepticism but we both went to Michael's and got some red ribbon. Okay? Bet your ass I did. Yeah, of course. You can't risk it. That's interesting. You can't Look, risk it I'm, at that point. I'm reasonable enough to know that, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with something that could fuck with me back. Like, I'm not dumb. Yeah. You know, there's like this thing with horses where if a horse kicks, you're supposed to tie a red ribbon in its tail. So that way, like if you t- if you walk by a horse that has a red ribbon in its tail, you know to stay the fuck away from it because it kicks. So yeah. it's interesting to oh, me because it seems like there's a little bit of like practical truth in that, you know, like having the red ribbon. Practical magic. Yeah. So now I don't know. Is that like from a witch? Like is the horse thing witches? I don't know. That's weird. Maybe. That's interesting. Hmm. Do, you, do you guys know booby traps are illegal? What? To put in your in house? In California? I, 
in California. Yeah, I think that's such bullshit. Right. They're like, someone came in and murdered you- my whole family, and now they're suing me, you know? Yeah, they're suing me it, because that, they yes. fell through the trap door. Like, what in the liar liar is going on here? anyway remember because she was like i just wanted to say the the lady that was his assistant was like you're the type of lawyer that my uh, my friend had a guy that was trying to rob her and he fell through the roof and cut himself on a knife and he got five thousand dollars and he went i'd have got him ten i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) the secretary said that yes Damn, you like really, you have like one of those minds that like just knows the deep. Are you good at trivia? No. no. Really? I feel like you would be. It's it's very niche. Like it's not, it's not broad, but what I know, I know. <laughs> you know? No, I love that. It's like, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, yeah. you know, know like algebra. I know like this movie quote really well. Yes. But <laughs> yeah. not, yeah. but that's the thing is that I don't know movies. I know specific movies. Like from childhood memories. Yes, like, like 90s movies, I got. But something out now, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. She <laughs> always watches things way later. She's like, hey, I found this thing. And I'm like, that's two years ago. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, it's it's funny because everybody that's listening is going to be like, "No, she doesn't know movies at all." <laughs> I don't know lyrics. Yeah. And I don't know movies. But again, what I know, I know. Right. I'm impressed. <laughs> as long as you know something, that's all we can really True. hope for in life, right? That we each have one special interest that we could just talk about for hours. Yes. Well, I thought you were going to say Home Alone, and so when you said Liar Liar, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, Home Alone. You're right. Home Alone is more of a booby trap. <laughs> Again, situation that's a literal again, booby trap normal yeah. person would think home alone not her liar liar <laughs> this one moment right. in that whole fucking two-hour movie yeah she that's what she's gonna pull that from. is so on brand for me <laughs> it's it's she's less obvious you know she's like not your commercialized movie yes. person <laughs> Yeah. Like, why didn't I think Home Alone? <laughs> no, that's why I immediately was like, no. Yeah. But oh ho- so you're telling me Home Alone is illegal in California? You can't just like hit someone in the face with a bowling ball if they come in your house. <laughs> Put yes. tar on your steps yes. with, a, with a nail. Oh, right. That, that scene gets me every fucking you, time. You know that the tarantula was real in that he was really scared. Because they could not make like an animatronic one to look real enough, so oh. they used a real tarantula. He was actually That's terrified. That's great trivia. What are you talking yeah. about? That's so much trivia. <laughs> yeah. She is pulling it out, y'all. Good <laughs> lord. That's incredible. I do it's not a like. Movie. Of course, I know a lot about it. <laughs> is but Christmas your favorite between... holiday? Yes, and I don't know the difference between Michael Myers and the other guy. Case in point. Oh wait, Mike Myers Michael and Jordan? Michael Myers. No, <laughs> I don't know. That would make more sense. What's the other movie? I get Halloween and oh, Jason. Yeah, Friday don't the know 13? the difference between them. Oh, oh Freddie and Jason. Jason wears yeah. a hockey mask. I think I haven't seen Jason. And Freddy Krueger is the one with like the no, gross no, no, no one Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger is my boy. Like that is the scariest movie of all time. <laughs> I used to have nightmares that Freddy Krueger and Hannibal Lecter were chasing me in a hospital. Oddly. And oh. Hannibal Lecter hid under my car, and I had to, like, bloop, back over and drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Freddie and Jason, would you rather uh, Freddie or Jason? Like, to fuck or to be killed <laughs> by? <laughs> Both, I guess. I know. Wait, I was going for... Which one's Jason? For relations. 
Wait, is Jason <laughs> the like, hockey mask one? Jason's the hockey mask one, but the reason he... So, okay, I used to play Friday the 13th, the video game, before it, like, got sued, and then now they don't exist anymore. Um, but Jason, the, the reason why he wears that hockey mask, if you knock it off, he was drowned in a lake, so he's just, like, a weird, bloated lake corpse. Yeah, oh, he's not a person he's like a ghost he was he, he yeah he's the corpse of the person that lived it's like the reanimated oh, like right because yeah. he did drown he did right drown. yeah and that's why his yeah. mom was a killer in the first exactly movie. she was like Damn. avenging it because all the counselors let her boy drown because they were over there fornicating that okay so he that's why right. he doesn't like kids who have sex right Right. What the fuck? Yeah, I've and never seen in the this video movie, game, but it sounds like <laughs> in the <laughs> in the video game, you can kill him by getting this sword, or it's an axe. Actually, you, yeah. you have to get an axe. Yep, that's him. And to get the axe, you have to go find his like secret cabin, and he has his mom's dehydrated, mummified head yes. in the middle of a table with an axe. I've played that. And you got to grab the axe. I've played that game. Yes, it wasn't it great. It was. That was so fun until it, you know, and then they got sued by the guy who like drew Jason Voorhees. Uh. I guess that guy's like broke or something, and then he's sued, and so now they can't make the video game anymore. Because they just, the, like, the a cost of lawyers' fees, maybe I'm hearing, like, a one-sided take on it that I read on Reddit, but I guess the cost of lawyers' fees alone, like, put them out of business, even though they would have won. I think they, because they had licensing with the movie, like, the J- yeah. Jason Voorhees movie, but they didn't have licensing with the guy that drew, that, like, made the concept art for oh. Jason. And but they didn't know they had to do get his permission. I don't even I don't think they did need his permission. Um, but yeah, just the co- they were like a small indie company, and I guess the lawyers' fees like oh. bankrupted them. Wow. Again, that could be a one sided take. So if you're the guy who drew the art for Jason Voorhees, defend yourself in the comments. Us, <laughs> please. Yeah. Because yeah. we too are a. You know what? I'll just podcast. go ahead and say allegedly. <laughs> All of that is alleged. All right. You ready, Freddie? Yeah. Very ready. All right, so finally getting to the story. So we had a howling good time talking about werewolves, but I wanted to present another supernatural favorite, vampires. But not just any vampire. This is the Highgate Cemetery Vampire. I've never heard of this, so I'm excited. I love vampire stories, though. I don't think, I think we've only done like one maybe on the podcast before. I'm super excited for this. It's going to be a letdown, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, so if you haven't heard about Highgate Cemetery, join the club because I hadn't either. But it's a really famous cemetery across the pond in London. And it was established back way back when, 1838. Now, here's something for y'all smart people. On Wikipedia, it said, quote, approximately 170,000 people buried in around 53,000 graves across the West and East cemeteries. Now, my math skills, subpar, but the math is not mathing. They put multiple bodies in a Yeah, yeah, so I think what they do after like 100 years, you can actually bury somebody on top of somebody. That makes sense. Or like even a crypt, you can have multiple people like stacked in different like holes. Oh, like a mausoleum. Like in a crypt. Mausoleum, yeah. Let's say a cemetery has been there for 
you know, over a hundred years, you can actually put somebody on, maybe it's two, I don't know what the, the number is. I kind of made that up, but you can actually put somebody on top of that person. I paid for that plot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So like, wait, but then like, okay, so they're just going to be two headstones next to each other or something. How does that work? That is terrible. I thought the whole point was like you paid for the, it's like, it's, I thought you pay for your funeral plot or whatever you call right. it. Your, but that's not, it's like a lease then for like a hundred years. She might be making this up. No, I swear. I've, I've read this before. It makes sense because after a hundred years, like who's there to complain? Like, you know, about it. Like, And also who's there to continue paying? Yeah. Like how is the person that's paying property taxes and business taxes on their cemetery business? Right. Like how are they, you know, if all their clients are long dead, how did they pay their bills? Wow. I think like actually now that I think about it, if you want to. I don't know. This is just an idea I have. You guys, someone help me flesh this out. If you wanted to like do some really good tax fraud, you could have a cemetery, right? So true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like, Wait, explain. No, because that's the part I haven't figured out yet. That's why I'm like, someone needs <laughs> yeah. to help me. I know. Oh, maybe money laundering. Like, hey, look, uh, uh, yeah, there's 40 people buried here and you just put up fake headstones yeah. and there's no bodies in the ground. Yeah. And then- it's like they already died, so there's no one to vouch for them. I don't know if that's how it works, but so someone else can do the figuring out. I'm just like the idea <laughs> yeah. person. Okay, according to Google, um, in the United States, that doesn't happen. It's just you, like your grave is your grave. But in other countries that, like, such as like in Europe, they say that the grave is leased for a century, maybe less. So basically, they just like dig deeper and put you down, and then put somebody with you. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm trying to find something positive. Well, but we have so much more land. Never mind. Like, you know, we have so much more land over here. So we have more places to put people. I mean, you got to think. I mean, England's like the size of Texas, smaller than this Texas. That's why I want to be cremated. I'm not sharing it with anybody. Yeah. That's true. Give me my urn. The United Kingdom is about 2.8 times smaller than Texas. Yeah. It says geographically, the similarities are significant to New York State. Are you serious? England All is 50, of England? Mm-hmm. 50,000 well, square I just miles can't, and New York State is 47,000. I just can't respect them now because I thought it was like a big country <laughs> like ours. And it's well, not. ours is like it's big. It's just a baby. Yeah, most aren't as big as ours. Most fit in like within our states. Like a, but a on a map, state. when you look at it, isn't England like, doesn't it look like the same like size as? You're thinking Europe, I think. Yeah, you're probably. No. I don't know. Yeah, no, England is small. That's weird. Now it's weird. Now every time I hear about England, I'm just going to think that they're small now. But they own a lot of shit. (laughs) I've totally changed my perception of England now. (laughs) Size doesn't matter, Nat. (laughs) Yeah. As we discussed in the beginning of this podcast, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, okay, so... There's a lot of famous people buried in this cemetery, like a lot. I mean, Wikipedia had names galore, but they meant nothing to me. But I did recognize Karl Marx and George Michael. Oh, wait, Car- George Michael Karl and Marx. Karl and George- that, is, wow. that is the gamut right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could not name two people that are less. I like- would <laughs> less expect. Yeah, to be in the same cemetery. I know. Meanwhile, it was like Queen Elizabeth on there. And she's like, I couldn't name any other person. Well, there was someone, I think his name is Douglas or last name is Douglas, but they wrote 
uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. Oh, I like that book. They're buried there, but I don't know their name. But I just saw like the thing. and I was like, oh, I've heard about that. That's cool. So it's a pretty significant uh, cemetery is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's like Hollywood Forever Cemetery. The one that's in um, L.A. where it's like Marilyn Monroe is buried there and Hugh Hefner is buried there. Which, by the way, did you guys hear that gross rumor? I don't know if this is true or not, but that Hugh Hefner is buried above Marilyn Monroe and he wanted to be buried face down so that he was like looking down at her. That doesn't surprise me. Gross. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. That's alleged. You guys can look into that, but I heard that. Are you? Yes. Is she looking that up now? But okay, so this was, again, established in the late 1800s. Well, by the time this story takes place in the late 60s and 70s, the cemetery had kind of been overgrown and what you think of as a creepy cemetery. It's like nature was reclaiming what was originally hers. Overgrown greenery, gravestones that would crumble, you know, all that. Think about a horror movie and that was a cemetery. Yes. Also, do I say cemetery weird? You say a lot of things Uh, weird. No. Okay. No, you're saying it perfectly. Cemetery Alley. Yeah. Cemetery. I would say it the same way. Cemetery. How do I think I've say said it? it so many times when I was like writing this in my head. I'm like, I feel like that might not be right. I, I get what you're saying. I do that all the time with the word ladle <laughs> for some reason. Like to me, that doesn't sound like a real word. <laughs> and I think I've just, I don't know. I went through like a soup phase where I was super <laughs> I into was soup. Say, like every I meal can't was think soup. Anytime I've said ladle. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, ladle. I also do that with the word cloche. Um, like, doesn't sound like a real word to yeah. me. What does that even mean? You know, the thing that That's goes, like, on top of a cake pedestal. Uh, well, yeah. what like, I think about top. is Beauty and the Beast on the flowers. Yep, that's a cloche. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, cloche, ladle. Interesting. I don't know. I'm sure I'll think of others. Well, but, yeah, the, every once in a while, there is a word that, you, that you're like, is that real? Like, <laughs> yes. Cloche. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so Hugh Hefner paid $75,000 to be buried next to her. But it looks like Joe DiMaggio, remember he was, she was married to him, bought yeah. two crypts yeah. next to her, but then he sold them to, I don't know, Richard Poncher. But he's who, like after they got divorced. Who the fuck is I, that? I have no idea. But he's who's buried above her. So Hugh Hefner's buried Is he beside. buried looking down at her? It didn't say that. Mm. Richard Poncher. I don't, that's maybe a he's fake just, person. Yeah, maybe that's all. just I've, someone that, that I've never heard a more fake name. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like you took a bunch of Scrabble tiles out of the bag and threw them on the ground, and it spelled Poncher, and you're like, that's that's who it is. <gasps> Wait, he is buried face down. I just googled okay. him, and it said, "Remember Richard Poncher, the guy buried face down in the crypt above Marilyn Monroe." So in so 2009, his widow tried to sell it. And use the money to pay off the mortgage. Richard Poncher was a serial entrepreneur. To hear his wife tell it, he made a fortune with a variety of electronics firms and once sold surplus U.S. Army airplanes and parts. I don't know. Yeah, his wife has... Er, Sorry to this man if he wasn't. His wife has since removed his remains and auctioned off the crypt. Like, yeah. That's, but could you imagine how we, how is, and him being buried upside down on top of it? Fuck all the way off, Richard Ponch or or whatever the fuck. Yeah, is. Richard. Maybe Poncher, she killed him. Fake fucking last name. <laughs> she he probably deserved it. Don't kill anybody, allegedly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh, terrible. God, we are on some tangents terrible. today. Whew, okay. <laughs> so none of that going on in this cemetery, but 
There's lots of claims of paranormal activity, such as an apparition of an older lady with white hair, and they say that she haunts a cemetery looking for the graves of her children who were murdered and seeking revenge on their murderer. And then in the 60s, there were lots of eyewitnesses to weird happenings, like it was said that the occult practiced rituals there. And a man named Brian Bourne, he said he was walking his dog one night and he felt a shiver run down his body. And he noticed that everything was unnaturally calm and still, which is one of the creepiest things. Like if all the nature around you just was quiet, no, thank you. No, that's a, yeah, that's that's a a sign to get out of wherever that area is if the wildlife isn't there anymore. It's predator. (laughs) Yes. So that's when he saw this black liquid drip down the cemetery wall, and then it congealed together like Alex Mack. I swear to God, I was about to say, what in the Alex yeah. fucking Mack is going on We've, here? Nat and I have literally oh. talked about Alex Mack on our show before. <laughs> that Do you remember? She used to turn into the Capri yes. Sun liquid, and then when she reformed, uh, she would she would be naked, and it was right. traumatizing as a child because like the worst thing you can imagine is like accidentally being naked at yes. school right. or like being naked in public, giving a speech or something and that would happen to her every episode and it was traumatizing (laughs) well this one was not a naked female it was a tall humanoid shape and it had red glowing eyes so brian's dog snarled and growled and brian was like let's get out of here he ran pulled his dog along with him and didn't look back now there's another claim that there's a skeleton who will stand by the main entrance Kind of like a Walmart greeter, I guess. <laughs> Wait, just a skeleton, though? Yes. That's they said like, they saw a skeleton. I feel like that's like a very archaic thing, right? Like, we don't hear about, like, just skeletons that haunt anymore. It's, like, always like a ghost or, like, an right. apparition, yes. not that's just, like, true. a skeleton. That's true. Yeah. That's, like, very 1800 style or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other supernatural phenomena was voices were calling out to people walking close to the gates, beckoning them inside, saying they needed their help. And if it wasn't voices, it was phantom church bells ringing. And that's just as creepy. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, why are phantom church bells creepy? Because there's who's making it, who's making the bell toll. Thank you, Allie. Like there's no church around is what I gather. Like it's just like a bell's happening with nothing around to make it. That just seems like a random the, haunting, though, right? Like, there's no church around. Yeah. Like, why are the ghosts Didn't, choosing that? Yeah. They do that weird stuff. Like, they sometimes they make, like, chain noises, too. Like, what's yeah. haunted about a church? Ooh, have you ever been in a church, like, after hours? Creepy. It's scary. It's spooky. Mm. Yeah, they're spooky. There's, like, all these big statues of, like, people. Yeah, like, Jesus, like, bleeding. Yes. And, yeah, ugh. Yeah, but also, didn't the church, I could be making this up, didn't the church bells toll during, like, times of celebration and also times of, like, negativity? Like, if you were having a funeral procession, I'm pretty sure the church bell would toll, right? And so that's why, like, the ACDC song, like, uh, or maybe it was Metallica, like, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Churches are so weird. They're like, let's celebrate, like, marriages and, like, births and stuff. And then they're like, also, we're going to do like a death parade right now. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. There's a church near my house that blesses the animals. Like you can bring your pet there oh. and they'll bless it once a year. And I almost did it this year just to see what it was all about. But then I just figured 
I don't know. You don't want your dog to like suddenly bite like a pastor or something or a priest. Like I know my dogs don't bite, but I just had this fear of like they're going to see this priest and they're just going to be like, who is this like stranger danger putting water on my face, like making a cross. And I don't know. I didn't want to get sued. So, <laughs> I so I didn't know that was actually a thing. I saw a TikTok and it was I can't remember what kind of dog. But the priest like shook the holy water at the dog. So it like just kind of slung on it. And that dog was like, yeah, the fuck you just do to me. Like it didn't exactly it didn't bite or anything. But it, the the look, the side eye was enough. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, does <laughs> yeah. that really happen? But apparently it does. I wonder why they do the water, though, because like my sister's Catholic. And when my nephew was christened, he was like, the the priest was like, do y'all have anything that y'all want me to bless? Like while you're here, like a Bible for him or whatever. And I used to have a, a Saint, was Saint Benedict, yeah, Saint Benedict's bracelet that I wore when we first started the podcast, just because I was like, just in case, you know, anything gets, you know, I don't want anything coming my way. Yeah. And so he blessed that too, but he basically just like put his hand over it and said a prayer. So I'm surprised that they just like shake holy water at you like you're freaking Marlena in Days of Our Lives. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all remember Days of Our Lives? Yeah, Marlena I was remember oh, it. best summer ever. I feel like it's still She was on. possessed. Is it not? Uh-uh. Oh, it, I, I think remember. there's a UK version, but I think they. I think it's over now. But she know. was on really? there for I feel forever. Like it's on. I don't know. I don't watch soaps now, but that back in middle school and stuff, it was always on. And Marlena what, went through like 10 different transitions of everything like she had an evil twin all the things she got buried alive she was possessed it is still old it was been renewed until september 2025 so it is on i'm sorry see i'm telling you guys when i go get my (laughs) nails done it's always on (laughs) (laughs) okay so back to 1967 there were two girls walking home and they were by the cemetery and they witnessed bodies rising up from their graves so they ran away (laughs) you're just yeah you're just walking home and all of a sudden like yeah like rising up like how (sighs) oh my god really good abs you had right there Allie. i would just like a (laughs) (laughs) yeah y'all couldn't see her but she did a great job also how you did that we had this uh history teacher and his opening like dad joke would be like do you want to see my elvis uh, Presley impression and so everyone because he's older and everyone's like yeah 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 and so he would put his collar up and then do that just like cross his arms like pretend to dead. be dead <laughs> oh really wow oh my god so his that's collar dark. was up <laughs> oh my god Donna loves this teacher and funny. I did not love him I loved him I didn't get it first of all I get it I feel like Carrie now gets him but back then I did not get him and, like, I always got in trouble in his class for talking, and I literally would not be saying a word. He'd be like, Carrie, quit talking. I'm like, I'm just fucking sitting here. But that's what was funny about him, because he was just so random. Like, <laughs> I loved him. Seriously. But anyway, we we talk about him so much, like, just in our daily lives, because we're like, you want to see my Elvis impression? Or he also had pigeons <laughs> that he... At school? No, oh, he just raised cool. pigeons, and so he'd have pictures of them by his chalkboard. Wow. Yeah, he sounds like a fun teacher. Did you guys know that pigeons were originally bred to be pets? So that's why they're so, like, not afraid of humans. And it's actually kind of sad that they're out in the wild now. Like, like there's a stereotype that pigeons are dumb, but it's just because they're domesticated. Like, oh. they're not really supposed to be in I the wild. I had no, no idea. idea. I that. A lifetime of knowledge, really? this one. 
I know. Allie Why? is the smartest person. <laughs> not useful. <laughs> yeah, not useful knowledge. But That's so interesting to me. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, now I feel bad. Yeah, so if you want a pet pigeon, you you know, you should do it because it's not cruel. They're like the one of the only birds that like you don't have to feel bad about having them like in captivity. I thought they had like rabies or something. Yeah, I thought the stereotypes not that they're dumb is that they're really dirty. I've never heard that they were dumb. I've just heard that they were really dirty. Oh, I don't know. I can't attest to their cleanliness, <laughs> but I can attest to <laughs> they're supposed to be pets. Y'all comment below which rumor about pigeons you uh, subscribe to, that they're dirty or they're dumb. I'm very interested. You know, comment below with your pigeon slander <laughs> yeah. and let's see who has the worst. Okay. According to Google, they're no more dirty than any other animal in the wild. Well, that's not saying much. It, then but this says animals, yeah. <laughs> this says in general are known to be quite clean, happily oh, taking regular really bird baths well. and clearing their nests of eggshells after the babies have hatched. Yeah, good for them. Those ones, those are like model ones. I've seen ones that are like look like they're I don't know that they've been through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like <laughs> they're like dumpster diving and stuff. But <laughs> but I do love a raccoon, and they dumpster dive all the time. That's true. I like pests in general. I'm a fan. Yeah. We, what did we go see? A capybara? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking oh, about. We got like a giant hamster. And everything. Yeah. And um, a, uh, a porcupine. Yes, we got to see a porcupine. Weird. Ooh. Huge. Who knew that they are like the size of a pot belly pig? I would love to have like just a day with all those critters, just petting them. I love petting Me zoos. Too. You know what's fucking crazy about porcupines, though? I saw one in the wild, and I don't know. Maybe you guys know more about them than I do, but you are not going to believe this. It was I was skiing, and it was in the snow. It was like a blizzard, Wait, and this what? porcupine comes out. Yeah, and I could see him through the window because the snow drift was like right up to the window. I was like, oh, my God. And it was like sniffing around the window and then like went and just like hobbled away. And I like looked at his path and he like went back off deep into some trees or something. But I didn't know that they could like survive like major snow like winter like that. It was like on a mountain. Me either. It's crazy. I obviously didn't know anything about them because I was like, we're going to get to hold one. And she was like, no, you get on the floor because you have to be on the floor with them like eye level. And I was like, wait, what? Her name was Lady Gaga, the one that we saw. The skunk, the sc- or what the porcupine, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I wish we would have had a skunk. Oh, gross. I do <laughs> love a good animal. I just made her watch, I don't know, 10 different TikToks when we were waiting about animals. She's like, oh, my God. Uh, she showed me a, um, an armadillo <laughs> and a gag. <laughs> she did The gag. texture of its outer shell. Whoa. I have sensory issues. <laughs> really? Oh my like, I, I mean, like an oh, actual gag. Like, it is disgusting to me. But I wanted her to see the armadillo walk because it's like all hunched over mm-hmm. and she couldn't make it. Oh, wow. That's like tryptophobia. There's certain phobias that like, I know they're real. I just don't understand them. Like some people get like gagged out by looking at, yeah, something that has a lot of little holes in it. I don't know, certain I textures. Do. Yes, I do. It's a, it's a sensory issue. Absolutely. Interesting. What are those things? Well, we're like cat-tails? made of holes. Is that not a cat? Oh, yeah. I love those. Do they have holes in yeah, them? Those are, those are pretty. Oh, that um, they always like put on like fish though. and stuff? Yes. Hold on. My mom actually just decorated for um, fall and she sent like some pictures and I was like, oh, love everything except for that shit and that wreath. Hold because on. Michael's will have it all the time. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but they're, yeah, they have little holes. And every time I think about Carrie, I'm like, <laughs> let me send you a picture. Nothing like traumatizing your friend, you know? 
Oh, of course. You've got to do it from time to time. Otherwise, you're not really friends. <laughs> right. Oh, oh uh, yeah. that's like a dehydrated loofah or something or like a sponge. Like I know what you're talking about. And it ache- rattles. Like if you shake it, it rattles because there's stuff inside of it. I think so. She's never gotten that close. <laughs> Maybe like a seed pod. Yeah. yeah, some sort of seed pod. I forget what they're called. Ugh. Oh, gosh. Where are we even? <laughs> I don't even know. So okay, so there's some people rose some from the grave. Kids are walking by, and someone rose. <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. I'll do it again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's where we okay, left off. Perfect. So they ran home. Everything was fine, you know. But one of the girls, Elizabeth, started having terrible nightmares, and she had bouts of headaches and nausea after this. And so she was being cared for by the family doctor. And that's when they noticed two small wounds on her neck, and they look like puncture wounds. Okay, that's, I mean, vampire, right? right? So after this encounter, Sean Manchester, a priest who self-reportedly is ordained by the Celtic Catholic Church, so the old Catholic Church, he became involved. Okay. And he was sure there was something supernatural going on because with those puncture marks, he was like, it's a vampire. I'm sorry to say, but you have been bitten by a vampire. So he Hmm. gave Elizabeth the stereotypical vampire repellent kit, like a silver cross necklace, a linen necklace filled with salt and sprinkled with holy water. He hung a crucifix in her bedroom and also garlic in her bedroom. And then Sean did some investigating of his own, talking to different eyewitnesses of other experiences at Highgate. And there was a claim that a man and his friend were walking and they saw a trail of blood that was leading to a mausoleum. And then they saw this dark figure disappear into the mausoleum. So they were like, not my business, and hurried away. So then another man claimed that he was walking alone. All these people walking alone by the cemetery. I don't know. But all of a sudden, he became hypnotized by an unseen force beckoning him inside the cemetery, which he entered under hypnosis. And even though he couldn't see what had control of him, he knew it was lurking right beside him, hidden in the shadows of the tombs. So he tried to exit the cemetery, but he was disoriented and frantically looked for an exit. And he was finally able to break free, get to the street and had control again. But, you know, vampires, they can control your mind. That's what Sean's thinking. He's like, oh, yeah, definitely a vampire. So with all of this going on, the press started to get wind of it. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to sell some papers. We're definitely going to run this. So they started printing stories that they received, too. And then, of course, you know, more people are like, oh, they're printing this. Let me tell them about my thing. So there is a pub owner, George Sample, which, again, feels like a fake name. (laughs) Sample, he just didn't even fill out the last (laughs) name part. Well, he said he heard phantom footsteps in his pub. He heard doors open and close by themselves. And one of his customers even saw an apparition of a person in very old clothing. I'm going to be honest. It said Elizabethan. Elizabethan, I thought. Okay, that's it. This is why I didn't say it because I was like, I don't know how to fucking say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Elizabethan had like the high collars, right? Yeah, that. 
So then in the early 1970s, animals were found dead in the cemetery, mostly foxes, but their throats were ripped open and what should have been like a bloody scene was vacant of blood. So all of their blood had been drained. Ew. Again, vampire. Vampire. But it's like Twilight vampires because they're (laughs) like just doing the the animals instead of the people. Right. Like only like kind of messing with the people, but really focusing on those foxes. But this made Sean even more sure that he was right. And then enter a woman who seemed to have been bitten by another vampire. Her name was Louisa and she was having terrible nightmares and basically sleep paralysis symptoms of someone suffocating her at night. But the thing is, well, don't right. Like that. She had two small puncture wounds on her neck, and they said that she was drained of her vibrancy. So, like, her life was being sucked out of her by whatever was suffocating her at night. Oh. So, Sean, ever the investigator, decided that he was going to watch her sleep. Creepy. I'm like, yeah. Red flag. Huge red flag. Yeah. Very creepy. The only way you can do that is if I'm like getting a CPAP thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even now they do that at home shit, so you don't even have to do that. <laughs> That's how I got mine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, don't watch me sleep. That's just no. Also, I'm not a pretty sleeper, okay? So if somebody is, they're not trustworthy <laughs> because yeah, you're supposed to be like sweating and rolling around and screaming and you know. <laughs> So he found that she started walking in her sleep. And this one time she ended up at Highgate Cemetery. So I don't know how close she lived to the cemetery or not. Because I'm like, how far of a walk was this? But whatevs. But he saw Louisa uh, rip off the cross necklace that he had given her. And then he heard a loud boom and he saw her faint. So he carried her back home. But when she awoke, she didn't remember anything. So Sean did some more digging And he was sure that a, quote, a king vampire of the undead had been transported from Romania in the 18th century and buried on this plot of land before it became Highgate Cemetery. How did he find this information? He never says. Okay, let me just put that out there. He never says. But he said that the recent rituals and Satan worship that had been going on in this cemetery had given the vampire enough strength to awaken. How did he determine there was <laughs> satanic rituals there? Was this because like, the foxes had their throats? Yeah, y'all remember oh, okay. a lot of detail. And I think around this time is when like it started having this satanic panic, not like full force in the 80s, but like, you know, so it was just a little anything kind of sketchy. It was like, oh, Satan worshipers. Oh, you know, all of that. Okay, I get it. Meanwhile, the fox were just like getting somebody's chickens and they took them out. You know, and it wasn't even like a... But why in the cemetery? That seems strange. Mm -hmm. And why like drain their blood? Thank you, Nat. Because, like, I'm driving down the road in Georgia. There's roadkill all over the place because it's, like, so much nature. Yeah. And there's, like, blood everywhere. And so if it was just wildlife that was, like, draining the blood, wouldn't it have gotten, like, you know, when when we see roadkill, like, wouldn't it be less bloody because it's, like, something's cleaned up? Yeah. I'm just saying it's not really natural for foxes to have their throats ripped out and then their their blood drained. Yeah. Very true. Well, so all this shit was going on. Suspicions were rising. Enter another man, David Ferrant. 
And he was one of those people, they created the British Psychic and Occult Society. And he claimed that he went to see if all of this was real. And he was by the cemetery and he saw a gray figure that was about seven feet tall and it floated just above the ground. And he was like, it's not of this world, but I'm not sure if it's a vampire. I think Sean is making this up. Like supernatural for sure, but not a vampire. Does it even matter? Right. Like, I'm well, like, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David claimed that his body felt like he was in a refrigerator and he felt like the energy, his life force was being drained from him. I'm like, okay, it sounds like a vampire. But <laughs> he said he started mentally repeating a chant that he knew that would repel evil forces and it worked and the entity disappeared. So right then and there, he's like, oh, these sightings are true. Not a vampire, but something is going on in this cemetery. What's the chant? I was going to say, can he share with the class? I mean, right? I feel like this is something we should memorize. Yeah, yeah, we need help too. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say. And then again, when the animals were found dead, David was like, it's not a vampire. It's because they were used in animal sacrifices by Satanists. And that's why the evil entity is walking among the graves because of all these rituals. So this started a really big battle between Sean Manchester and David Ferrand. Like both men were so sure that they were the one who was correct. And that just seems like me and Carrie on any typical day, we will argue <laughs> yes, about absolutely. the dumbest shit. <laughs> For sure. And like this guy is saying, oh, it's supernatural, but not a vampire. And the other one's like, it's a vampire. Like y'all are talking about That's supernatural funny. shit. So like just agree to right. disagree and let's get this thing taken care of. Taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But these two men just pitted themselves against each other, determined to be the one to hunt down the supernatural being. Like they were Gaston. God, we really do <laughs> talk about Disney a whole I fucking lot. Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin no. are my go-to. <laughs> Gaston. <laughs> That's funny. So their feud was definitely public, which turned people against each other, you know, and they chose sides and shit got wild. And one night, uh, it was Friday the 13th in 1970. And so the British TV was like, we're going to do a special about the Highgate Cemetery. And that spawned a lot of people to flock to that cemetery because they were like, oh, some shit's going down and we want to be the ones that you know, find out. And, you know, others were like certain it was a vampire. So they even brought their wooden stakes with them. Yeah. They're like straight up going to kill, like slay this vampire or whatever. Yeah. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Okay. Did you watch the movie or just the TV show? I like I was like a little young when that came out. I wasn't a teenager. I was like a kid. And so I was kind of scared of it. I think I might have seen the movie, but I remember thinking like, wow, this is a big deal that I'm seeing like this Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie because it's like I'm an adult. Yeah, I've only seen the movie. I haven't seen the the TV show. But OK, so before they could go all Buffy, the police arrived, got it under control for the most part. I mean, it was like a riot was going on, like kill the beast and then kill the vampire kind of thing. But shit just went worse from there. So one night in August of 1970, the police were called to the cemetery because there was a body that had been unearthed and desecrated. The corpse desecrated next to the grave. Uh, The body was decapitated. 
and burned, like charred. And there was a stake drove through the chest. And it was a woman who had been buried for 100 years that this happened to. Whoa. What? Wait, how did they determine that she was the vampire? I think they just randomly chose this person and was like, haha, this grave, we're going to dig it up. Because it wasn't one of the main peeps that we've been talking about. It was just one of the like vigilante vampire hunters. Oh, wait. So she, someone a hundred years ago had like put a stake through her heart and then oh, buried no, her and sorry. then a hundred years later. No, no. she was no. just dead. And these people oh. just eeny, meeny, miny, poed and like picked a grave, dug her up and was <laughs> like, this is it. This is the vampire. So they burned her, drove a stake through her heart and then cut off her head. It seems like I'm okay. I know you haven't gotten to what happened after this yet, but I'm I'm wondering if this calms down the activity regardless because people just feel better. A placebo like maybe effect. they just are like, okay, great. Yeah, something happened. Like somebody took care of something. They must know that this was really the person. So now like the panic is calming down. What year was this that they dug up this dead person and put a stake through their heart? 1970. Yeah, that seems like just unacceptable behavior in 1970 though, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Like it seems a little... 1600s. That would make me feel more uncomfortable. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, to be like, wow, these people in my community are willing to go to these lengths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's to keep them from just, like, taking you while you're alive and being like, this is the fair? I don't know. Right. Well, so another witness came forward and she said, no, that was not the vampire because I was thrown to the ground by a tall figure that was cloaked in darkness. So this drove David, the one who said it's not a vampire. He was like, I got to make my move because people are getting harmed and then people are doing really dumb (laughs) shit and like terrible shit to these bodies. So he announced that him and his occult society would rid Highgate Cemetery of the evil entity. So on August 17th, 1970, the group met at the cemetery, drew a salt circle, used holy water to create like protection protective symbols for them. And then they drew a second circle and they lined that with candles. And that's where the demon or the evil entity was going to appear and they could cast him out of the cemetery and, you know, like back to his world. Hmm. But right when they started to do their ritual, there were these loud noises and these lights. And then the police were there. And so they all made a run for it. But David was arrested, but he was acquitted and he went on to do his own thing. Okay. But he didn't get to, you know, rid the world of this Highgate entity. Insert Sean Manchester now. It's interesting that this this guy, like this modern dude from 1970s, is like a vampire slayer. Like, how does he know how to even do that? You right. know what I mean? I know. It's, it's something. So Sean Manchester was like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. And so he went and he, you know, did some more things and said, oh, ho, ho, I know where this vampire is. So him and his little crew got together. And so he set the scene and I'm not going to describe it all how he did because I was like, whoa, Shakespeare, hold on. But he said, it was when dawn was about to break and they slowly removed the lid from the tomb that he was sure the vampire was in. And there it was right before their eyes. But it looked more distorted than when he first saw it all those years ago. And it was far more evil and powerful. Of course it was. Sean said the eyes were burning brightly. Vivid yellow at the edge with red pupils, red as blood. 
And then the mouth of the vampire was drawn up in a villainous smile. But Sean wasted no time and with, quote, a mighty blow, a sharpened staff of wood impelled the creature's heart. So they saw the body start to waste away and turn brown. And then it basically became a mushy, inhuman slime at the bottom of this coffin. And so he and his followers burned the coffin because, again, can't have a trace left and made sure nothing was left. And the Highgate vampire was never seen again. Wow. Wow. Right. Wait, so they they opened up another grave. Uh Uh-huh. And this grave, the corpse was like, seemed to be alive. And it was like, had a smile and red glowing eyes with yellow on the outside. Mm -hmm. And he drove a stake through its heart and then it turned into like goo and then they burned the coffin and then no one ever heard from the vampire again. Exactly. But like, obviously he burned all the stuff so you can't know where it was, what happened. You know what I mean? So... Right. So it's there's no like evidence remaining mm-hmm. because they got rid of all of it. Convenient. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess Convenient, if it worked, it yeah. worked. That's true. Yeah. As long as it made everybody stop uh, digging up graves yeah. and, you know, burning people. And yeah. Who is this like society, though? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a whole thing because they had like a beep. BPOS was their little BPOS. But it was like a British... Paranormal and occult like, society, but that was the other my guy. hobbies suck. Yeah, that was the other guy compared to this, <laughs> right? I know. Right, like what? I, when I go out with my friends, it's like maybe we go to brunch or like I go ride a horse or something. Like I want to meet up with a bunch of people and go like slay a vampire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like left out. I know, but yeah, that's a Highgate vampire. So like, but I was like, oh, a vampire. Yeah, and then I was like, wait. Was it ever really a thing? But all I could picture are these two people who probably are like bigger than life themselves, like a character, you know, like so like sure of themselves and like having this epic battle on TV, like of Mm -hmm. you're wrong. You know, I don't know. It's just like, it's silly. It's so silly. And I wish I could have seen that live, like going down. Sensationalized. I picture like our like most well-known like prosperity preachers like the guy during COVID that was like I blow COVID in your away oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about those, those prosperity oh yeah like, I picture right. those two people like battling this out yeah like mega church yes, yes. mega church people yes yes, yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm picturing too like just a very like stereotypical mega church pastor yeah. Yeah. He's in a harness and he's just being like, yeah, wheeled around the auditorium <laughs> like uh, what like in angel yes. wings and he's like, "I yeah, I cast the vampire out." Uh, so we, I liked that story a lot. Okay, good. Cuz when you said you loved I vampires, I was like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> not the typical vampire no, story." No, and I've never heard that story. Awesome. Yeah, that was great. I thought it was a little silly, so that would be good, like, and lighthearted. I mean, there were some animal harm in there and body desecration, but, I mean, tis life. It's a haunted. But, it's, but I, I get what you're saying, yeah. It's like, uh, it's the idea that these random dudes with clearly fake names, <laughs> <laughs> like, are just like, I know the true secret. And then the other one's like, no, you did it wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I can do it better. And you're like, you're both grown ass <laughs> adults. Right. What are you doing here? Yeah. I think they were going to have like a magician's duel, but it never happened. Imagine that. That does not surprise me. 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, they were really publicized and, like, magicians were, like, basically during, you know, like, political season, like, when it's all those just terrible commercials that come on, Uh they would have been paying for those commercials. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I feel that. I'm just picturing, like, like the two... The two neck beards. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it just sounds like total like neck beard behavior <laughs> to me. Yeah. But like they were able to get a following behind them. Yeah. You know, that's it, it's weird yeah. in this world how there really are is like different strokes for different folks. Like, you know, there's there's a neck beard like vampire slayer guy <laughs> who's popular enough to get like a following of a few hundred or a few thousand people to go help him in some way at this cemetery you know yeah it's interesting influence it also sounds like so they never caught the person who dug up that random woman right and literally they never caught that person like that's that's literally a like punishable offense yeah you know yes that's a great yeah well i think even what the vampire slayer guy did is a punishable offense like even if because like how do you prove it was a vampire? Right. Like you just broke through a crypt and now his body disintegrated into sludge. But like, don't our bodies naturally decompose into sludge in our right. coffins after a certain number of years? So like, how come he didn't get arrested? Why was the town just like, this is chill. We <laughs> like people breaking into mausoleums right? and like digging people so up. True. I'm like really disturbed by that sludge imagery, <laughs> you know, like human yeah. sludge. I know. I'll, Again, I'm being cremated. We don't turn into that, right? Yeah, we, we do. But then, how? What's the skeleton turn into? That. Oh no, I was just gonna say I don't. I don't know what the skeleton looks like after you know a hundred years. But yeah, your flesh for sure turns into just like a weird, goopy sludge. Yeah, that to me is like I was just picturing like Alex Mack style, right? Like it just the whole thing turned into soup, yeah. and that was just really gross to me. With yeah. that ladle. <laughs> Scoop it up yeah. on the ladle. I was just, yes, same <laughs> yes. wavelength. Well, thank y'all so much for being That's here. Funny. We've had a blast. This was yeah, really we fun. Did too. Yeah, I really liked it. Y'all don't forget to check them out. Again, our episode will drop on their feed in just a couple of days. So make sure that you head on over there Wednesday to listen to that one too about werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, this was great. I'm so glad that. We made this connection yes, with you guys. Right. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think our audiences will definitely have a lot in common and we'll enjoy for each sure, other's show. So too. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review all the things for both podcasts. And remember, creep it real and, and don't, don't get, get scared. scared.